Now brace yourself, ladies. It's time for your success. And I want to warn you to watch your step because it's about to be glass everywhere. With this one, we're shattering more than glass ceilings. We're coming for inferior mindsets, overwhelm, burnout, limiting beliefs, and false narratives. You know, that secret stuff we keep to ourselves while hiding in plain sight. All of that is about to change and you are about to experience success on your own terms. It's time to show up as the best version of you. And I promise you are going to love who you are within. This success experience will be both transformational and game-changing. Professional you is going to take center stage, but hear me loud and clear. You're coming off that stage, a whole and complete woman. This bundled experience features my signature success conference and the success workshops. My conferences always make maximum impact and the workshops are always life-changing, especially for those who are ready to experience more and be better. Now listen, I know all of this sounds good, but I need you to be convinced that this is for you. So let's go deeper on what you can expect. We'll explore four areas that are key to sustaining you long-term. They are balance, confidence, transition, and of course, success. Night number one is for you if you're feeling overwhelmed by everything, or perhaps life's demands are taking a toll. Maybe you have little time for yourself, or maybe just maybe you find you're functioning on fumes. I want you to know balance is not something you find. It's something you create. And the dynamic Nicole Rome is going to help us achieve it. So be sure to join us on night number one if you can relate to any of that. Night number two is for you if you're afraid to ask for what you want, afraid to ask for what you need, or even afraid to ask for what you deserve. Maybe you've learned recently that you're being paid unfairly, or even more, you have career goals that are going unmet, or you find you're dissatisfied at work. I want you to imagine the best version of you. And then I want you to show up as her. She is confident and she is you. The fiercely empowering Erica Spradley is going to help us achieve confidence. So be sure to join us on night number two if you can relate to any of that. Night number three is for you if you're experiencing the dreaded burnout, or even worse, you feel dissatisfied by it all. 
There is nothing worse than being deflated by something that consumes so much of our time and day. Or maybe opportunity is knocking and you sense it's time for a shift. I want you to know the only way to do great work is to love the work you do. In the powerhouse, Dr. Patrice Buckner Jackson, AKA Dr. PBJ, is going to help us transition and shift. So join us on night number three, if you can relate to any of that. Now, night number four is for you if you're ready to win. Perhaps you've been holding back not going for it when you know the call is clear and the time is now. Maybe your dream feels real and you know it's attainable, yet you're paralyzed with fear and playing small. Or maybe, just maybe, you're like me, a pro at hiding in plain sight. Listen, it's imperative that we embrace our power. And yes, it's imperative that we go. And if you know me, then you know success is my lane. So join me on night number four, if you can relate. So again, we're going after four key areas, balance, confidence, transition, and success. All with one distinct goal helping you build a life you love. This game-changing experience is way more than a conference. It's an opportunity to invest in your potential, your future, and of course, your success. This success experience is 100% virtual. So no matter where you are in the world, you can join us live right online. So mark your calendars, March 28th through the 31st nightly. The Success Conference is totally free, but you must register to attend. And you can enroll right now in the Success Workshops. Get more information on my website and you can register there too. www.denisetaylor.live. Join me and the entire success team. We're looking forward to helping you soar. Well, hello there. It's Denise Taylor. You know, I'm always excited to have you join me right here each and every week for life, love, and the pursuit of happiness. Now, this is the place where you can count on me to encourage you to build a life that you love. That's right. I believe that God has given us the power to do it. And when we embrace our power, we can be, do, have, and achieve anything we want. It's on us to embrace our power and go. Now we are in a season of preparation. We're getting ready for the success conference and I am so excited about it. Now, whether you're listening to me on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, or maybe you're even watching on YouTube, this is the right time to be connected to everything that's going on here. Now, the Success Conference is a conference where I usher professional you to center stage. But listen here, 
you are going to come off of that stage as a whole woman. That is right. Whole and complete you. The reason why this is important is because I know what it's like to hide in plain sight. I know what it's like to achieve measures of success, but at the heart of it all, you can feel lost you can feel like you're missing the mark and you can feel like more is in store. Now, here's the thing I want you to know. That deficiency you feel, that disconnection you feel, it is not a mistake. It is an inkling within you that lets you know more of you is resting behind there and you have suppressed long enough. This conference is going to help bring all of you to the surface so that we can make sure success on your own terms is something you are able to achieve. Now, one of the things I know I would often say to myself, I would often make comments to talk myself out of my success, but I have come to the realization that I deserve success, that I am a viable candidate to be successful. And you know what? It feels real good. I used to think success was making performance numbers or achieving a certain title or even a certain income. But authentic success is something that fills you up with fulfillment and satisfaction. Now, you may be saying to yourself, some of the excuses that we tend to grab is too late. I'm not enough. I don't have enough or I can't. The goal of the success conference is to help you do the mental shift to really embrace your power. And instead of thinking those limiting or defeating thoughts or stinking thinking, as I like to call it, I want you to know that you still have an opportunity. You are enough. You have enough and you absolutely can. I want you to know that whatever that divinely inspired goal, aspiration, or dream is, it can happen for you. The success conference is really perched around helping you be all you can be, do all you can do, have all you can have, and achieve all you can achieve. It really is about emerging as the most confident version of you. One thing I know for sure is we all deserve the opportunity to experience ourselves at our best. And this conference is going to help usher you to that. Now, what's a little different about my conferences is I have learned that they are power packed sessions. But what's more than that is the change that's on the other side of being a part of the conference. You see, it's almost like a dynamic duel that comes together and helps to usher in the transformation that we really need to experience in our lives. The conference boasts also the success workshops that follow. Now, they are where my conference speakers will go deeper on the topics that they're covering. Now, when we talk about the success conference, we've got four main topics. The first is balance. It's about bringing things into a place where it feels safe for you, creating a perspective of balance with all of the roles and all of the responsibilities that you likely may feel overwhelmed with today. 
The second is confidence. And what I have discovered is we have to be confident when it comes to making choices and decisions that prioritize us. Not only in our career moves, not only in our money moves, but in our personal moves as well. The third topic is transition. And I'll tell you what that means. Sometimes we're faced with new opportunities. Sometimes we're faced with feeling burned out. Sometimes we're faced with wanting more or desiring a new beginning. That is when a shift, a transition is necessary to really bring forth the success that you desire. And then the fourth topic is after all, success. It is coming from a place of truly embracing your power and go. Now, this week's guest, Erica Spradley, she is a confident career coach. And my God, she's one of the most fierce women that I know. When I get a chance to talk with her, she always comes in as this poised, quiet storm that allows you to know you can achieve and do and be as authentically you and still experience success. So I want you to listen to my conversation with Erica because it is packed with so many nuggets. And if you can believe it, she's going to bring even more to the virtual stage on the second night of the success conference. And even more, she is going to bring her poise, fierce, confidenceness into the workshop series and allow you to tap in firsthand and be able to walk away confident and more secure. So when I think of confidence, I think of Erica. When I get a chance to take in how she shows up, there is one other word that comes to mind and that is fierce. She is fiercely bold, fiercely confident, fiercely just prosperous, and I love how success looks on her. So when I was thinking about the conference, I was so eagerly hoping that Erica would say yes to being a part of the success conference. And as I watched how she helps to guide and coach women into their aspirations, their professionalism, their career, I knew she was the one. And I am so elated and excited to welcome Erica to Life, Love, and the Pursuit of Happiness and even more to being a part of the Success Conference. So thank you very much. And if you don't mind, introduce yourself and briefly tell us more about this fabulous package that you are. Oh, thank you so much. And I'm going to need you to introduce me forever. (laughs) That was such an amazing introduction. Um, As you mentioned, I'm Erica, Erica Spradley, Chief Power Officer and Founder of Confident Career Woman. And I believe that every woman should excel at work and know her worth. So that is how I help women in the workplace. I help them excel at work, know their worth, and better manage their careers. And the way that I do that is through one-on-one coaching. I also have a career club. So I have online courses for women and digital resources that 
they can literally just log into at any point in time and get what they need to handle challenges at work and continue to sustain where they are professionally. But I also have on Patreon conversations that lead to compensation because I want to make sure that women have what they need to have the necessary conversations to increase their salary and experience mobility. Aside from that, I work with organizations too. So I partner with them through their women's employee resource groups and business resource groups to develop, promote, and retain women. You know what? You are incredible in how you show up and serve so graciously yet powerfully. And what I know is that when you see a light shine like yours does, there's always a backstory. There's always an incredible journey that undergirds that strength. So tell us a little bit more about your journey and how you got to the point of truly redefining your career. Well, thank you so much. I appreciate that. You're so kind. And how much time do we have (laughs) for my story? Um, I'll give you the short version. So um, a leap of faith many, many years ago led me to this place where I am now. I did not know what I wanted to do, but I knew what I did not want to do. So I was managing a retail store and the store policy said, you know, you can have three Sundays off a month and I wanted to be able to go to church and I could not do that. So I approached my then district manager and say, you know, the store policy says, and I would like to be accommodated. And she said, well, Erica, your store doesn't make enough money to do that. And I said, well, how much money does my store need to make? And I promised myself in that moment that when my store hit the number, not if, but when she didn't have someone lined up, I was leaving. Sure enough, fast forward, she didn't have anyone lined up. I took all the money out of my 401k, put my resume online, gave them a six week notice and I went on vacation without anything in the wings. Mm -hmm. And so I transitioned into an industry I didn't think I was qualified to work in, Um, had never worked in before, didn't even have my bachelor's degree at the time. And I went into banking as a financial center manager and it changed everything. Mm -hmm. Um, Since that time, I relocated to Charlotte And I, of course, started the business, finished my undergraduate degree, launched the online course platform, published three books, became a college and career readiness adjunct professor. So that is a glimpse of the backstory. That is incredible. And it all began because there wasn't a willingness to accommodate something that was important to you. And fast forward, we sit in the midst of the great resignation where people are asserting what is important to them and making a decision for themselves in this season. So I would say you're a trailblazer (laughs) as well. Oh, well, thank you. It's so interesting too, though, Denise, because when I started my business, I said, I want to be able to work from anywhere in the world as long as I have an internet connection in my phone. Mm -hmm. And here we are. Yes, we are (laughs) here. here. Yes. Yes. And that is so incredible. Um, I don't know where I want to go with this, but let's just keep driving in. So what do you consider to be those driving factors that threaten potential, right? Mm -hmm. Because I think what unleashed within you, especially listening to the short version of your story, because I'm sure there's a lot there, is that that reckoning moment 
made you release what you kind of had been holding back. Mm-hmm. Put that exclamation point, grab your jacks and go play someplace else, right? right? So what are some of those factors that really make us reserve, threaten our ability to show up fully? I would say some of those factors that threaten the way or our choice to, to fully show up is that we are accustomed to shrinking and we don't even realize it. We settle for what is comfortable and what has been modeled before us. So it's very easy to be comfortable in those things that we know. For myself, I was in retail for 18 years. That was what I knew to do. I didn't know what else was possible until I took the steps to stop coloring inside of the lines. Mm -hmm. That's what they teach us in school. You need to stay inside the line, stay inside this box, but you have so many other options outside of it. And that's what we have to learn to do more of. We have to choose to surround ourselves with people who have succeeded in areas where we have not so that we can be stretched and we can be okay with choosing ourselves and honoring our preferences. Wow, that's incredible. Because it becomes so ingrained in us to the point that we see that as a way to function without even thinking about it. We become comfortable in it. And when we are then faced to challenge that norm that we've settled for, it feels wrong when it's all right. Oh my gosh. It feels wrong um, from the perspective of it's foreign. It feels wrong because at least for myself with my journey, when I started my business, there wasn't a group of people around me who were entrepreneurs as well. It was myself. So there were some times that I knew that I would have to go alone Mm -hmm. until I got to a place where I had to intentionally seek out again, that support, that social capital. But what ultimately has to happen is you have to be confident enough and comfortable enough and even courageous enough to change your identity. Mm -hmm. Because for many of us, Denise, we grow up with whoever it is that's raising us, parents, um, guardians, grandparents, aunts, uncles, and we take on what it is they put into us. And that's the good, bad, ugly, and indifferent. And if we don't intentionally set aside some time and space to say, are these things still serving me? Mm -hmm. And if they're not being okay with, again, taking on a new, a different, a better identity that will serve us for where we are and where we're going. You know, that's powerful because it's nurtured into us. And that's one of the reasons why it becomes comfortable. Um, It's usually done by somebody we respect it. And so we don't want to disappoint And so then we begin to prioritize ourselves less, what we want less. And part of being confident, be it your career or life, is having a willingness to show up. Mm -hmm. And so it says, uh, the question I have here, it says, how does confidence show up? And maybe how it doesn't show up might be the better question Because I think you're touching on exactly the reasons why we don't. Mm. But when we see confidence, how will we know it? That's a good question. How will we know it? And also, I I guess I'll just say what comes to mind immediately is that confidence shows up in the way we compromise. That is good. (laughs) 
Thank you. But but that's what I would say. It, it shows up in the way we compromise because when you know who you are, who you are not, what it is you want, what it is you don't want, it gives you the guidance, the intuition, the direction to choose differently, mm-hmm. right? You will not accept what is unacceptable when you have a level of awareness and appreciation for yourself. And all of that is rooted in confidence in the way you see yourself. So it shows up in those ways in which we are willing to compromise. Wow. I mean, you just like created a neuron path in my head, right? Mm -hmm. Because you're absolutely right in that our confidence is made actionable in the decisions we make around compromise. Absolutely. Oh my gosh, that is such a powerful nugget. And I think because we're often challenged to be very accommodating and we're often challenged to be um, submissive and that's not a curse word. And we're often (laughs) challenged (laughs) to prioritize others. We don't recognize how it's discrediting our ability to compromise in our interest. Absolutely. Absolutely. I, I know for myself personally, I had to really stop and say, how much longer are you going to neglect yourself? And I wasn't doing it intentionally, or at least I didn't think I was, but it was the subtle compromises that I made day to day over time that became habits that were no longer serving me. I have no problem volunteering. I have no problem serving. I have no problem giving to others. And the work that I do, I'm consistently pouring out and helping other people. But a part of my story is I've done those things while working full time. The brand and the bio that I have now was done while working full time. My undergraduate degree was completed while working full time. The books, I mean, everything, the podcast, every social media post, every article, you name it, the workshops that I create, everything was done while working full time. So when you give something your yes, you're automatically by default giving something your no. And that something or someone I should say was myself. I literally remember at one point I was walking through my house and the bottom of my foot was cold, my feet, foot. And I looked down and I had a hole in my bedroom slipper. And I was like, you've been so busy. You don't even notice that you have a hole in one of your shoes. As much as you give to other people, this is how you want to give to yourself. And it was a moment that I'll never forget because it was the turning point for me where I said, you know what, going forward, it's not an or, it's an and. You can do those things. You can continue to have great impact, but what is the gift that you're giving yourself? 
Girl, this is so powerful. I feel like you're speaking for me out loud and you're bringing alive a lot of the things that I have had to personally wrestle with Mm -hmm. to navigate to the point of prioritizing myself. I always had a reason why something else was more important, why I needed to prioritize something instead of me. And it's taking a journey very similar to yours that has helped to elevate myself in my own awareness and be able to say, hold up, sis, Uh hold up, sis, you deserve to be considered first and not last. Yes. And it's so interesting to see how we learn that and how common it is. And then of course, in the work that I do, how it shows up at work. And in yeah. our careers and yeah. how I've, I've had so many women say, Denise, I can advocate for other people, but I have a hard time advocating for myself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I'm sure you have to deal with a lot of narratives as you're working with your coaching clients mm-hmm. of how when you finally do speak up for yourself, the impressions that that makes and how people begin to think, oh, you're being very aggressive. You're being very defensive. You're being and it's like, no, I'm just speaking up for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's the labels. And a lot of women are uncomfortable and, and they stop themselves because their experience. Sometimes it's not even a perception. It's been their reality. This is the pushback that I get. This is the label that I get. This is the hit that my reputation takes because I decided to take a stand for myself. But even in those moments when someone says, well, oh, um, you were aggressive, ask for the specifics. Mm-hmm. I need you to case in point, give me my behavior because what you're calling out for me is applauded and celebrated in others, which mm-hmm. means you have a bias and that's what needs to be managed, not the way I communicate. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And in my own career, I've had, I have been there and yeah. done that. And yes. you, you are a hundred percent right that we have to become our own champion, yes. our own advocate, and we have mm-hmm. to find our courageous voice so that we can speak up in our own interests. Yes. Now, one of the things I love, just absolutely love is how conscientious you are when it comes to our bag. How did you like anchor in on being able to be that champion and voice to say, go get your money, go get what you deserve? Denise. (laughs) Where can we go and what can we do without money? And it's not even about this luxurious lifestyle, unless that's what you want. I mean, people want different things and there's nothing wrong with that. But when you talk about your basic needs being met, food, clothing, shelter, transportation, you can't do any of those things without money. Mm -hmm. And so when it comes to not sitting on your ask, getting your money, honey, It is so important for women, especially to show up and say, this is the work that I do. This is the value of my contribution. And I expect to be compensated fairly for it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And if we don't do that for ourselves, oftentimes it does not happen. So as I was writing my book, Confident Career Woman, I wanted to include power principles. And there are 25 principles in there that help women better manage their career. And each principle has a power move. And I definitely wanted to speak to money because at one point in my career, I didn't negotiate because I didn't know it was an option. Mm -hmm. So I was so happy to get the offer that that is what I accepted. 
How much money do we lose over the course of our careers when we do not negotiate? And it's still happening today. So if you're going to show up, if that employer has a need, which is that open requisition, and you show up as that solution, the candidate who gets the offer, do not be afraid to do your market research and say, this is the range for this particular seat in my demographic based on my expertise. This is what I am asking for salary and be prepared to counter because even if you don't get the money that you're asking for, it's not always about negotiating the money per se. There are other things that you can negotiate for, but it's about, again, choosing yourself, honoring your preferences, honoring your value and creating a win-win. Yes, the employer is winning, but you should be able to score a win too. Absolutely. And just to undergird with the example, I literally just had dinner with a friend Mm -hmm. and we were catching up. We had not had a chance to catch up in a while. And honestly, I didn't even know she had changed jobs and she proceeded to tell me what had occurred Mm -hmm. in 2021. Okay. 2021. Yes. Her leadership mistakenly sent her a file that they really thought she couldn't get to the data because it was a pivot table. Uh And they needed her to assess the cost of something related to drivers, but the file contained everyone's salary. Salary. Yes, it contained everyone's salary. Uh And much to her dismay, she was at the bottom of the salary range, the complete bottom. Uh And this is the kicker to me. When she went to have the money conversation, her hand was slapped for looking at the data. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, my God, you know, like you sent it to me Mm -hmm. (laughs) and Mm -hmm. her hand got slapped for looking at the data. And I think it's just so heartbreaking that we end up in the situation. Now I can't unpack it to say whether or not she negotiated going in or out, but yeah. what I bring this story up to elevate is the message of understanding what you bring to the table and yes. not being afraid to go have a money conversation. And that is what excites me about how I see you showing up to advocate for that mm-hmm. because Even in recent days, it is still a documented struggle with people who look like me and you. And I think it's something that is important to continue to figure out how to get messages out about the power moves that you've put together in the right way to go have that conversation. Absolutely. What's also so heartbreaking, though, Denise, and thank you for sharing what happened with your friend is how long we stay even after that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I have spoken to so many women over the years who are in their careers and they will stay, whether it's being underpaid, a toxic work environment. And a lot of times the root of that is we don't have enough money set aside for us to be comfortable enough to go. Mm -hmm. So while this is separate money conversation, we have to be okay with looking at the reality of our bank accounts and saying, 
is this enough to sustain me? And if it's not, what do I need to do differently? And there's no shame. Mm -hmm. There's no shame at all. Mm -hmm. And just getting the different mindset to say, you know what? I don't care if I need to sacrifice some things that I was accustomed to Mm -hmm. having and doing for a temporary season in order for me to have some money set aside that when things get crazy at work, or if I just need a break, look at what's Mm -hmm. happening with mental health during the pandemic, that I can step aside for a moment in time and still sustain my livelihood and be okay. Yeah. Yeah, and that preparation is so key. And I'm so glad that when you're working with women, you layer in that readiness plan because at the heart of it, it's not an emergency fund. This is a fund to make sure that if I need to make some moves, that I'm in a position to make a prioritized for me move that can help me get where I need to go and still sustain. Yes. And it, it's so interesting because while my initials are ES, Erica Spradley, ES also stands for exit strategy. So <laughs> set up that account, that fund for yourself to make sure that again, if you need to step away or move in a different direction, that you will be okay either way, because trust me, you're marketable. Mm-hmm. Somebody else would love to hire you. You'd be an mm-hmm. asset to an organization. Mm-hmm. Very, very, very powerful. So in addition to compensation, that's a huge piece of being confident in our career. I also love how you layer in professional satisfaction and being able to feel valued and fulfilled in what we do. Because to your point, sometimes we stay too long and it feels real long and drawn out when you do that. And resentment and bitterness and Mm -hmm. all those other things begin to settle in and disrupt your whole life flow. All the relationships around you are impacted. Help Mm -hmm. us to understand more about professional satisfaction. So professional satisfaction, Denise, it looks different for different people. Oftentimes what people don't have is clarity. You know, they have personal responsibilities outside of work that mandate that their time is allocated to family, to homework, to caregiving, to other things. So they don't have the capacity to pause and say, okay, when it comes to my professional satisfaction, what is it that I want? What is it that I need? What has to be present? One of the things that I talk about in some of my negotiation conversations is what is it that you want? Mm -hmm. What is it that won't work for you? And what is your walk away point? Mm -hmm. So when you get to the place where you, again, are honoring your preferences and when you have the clarity to say, you know what, this is what an ideal work environment looks like for me. Mm -hmm. This is the type of culture that I need to be in. This is the type of leader that I need to work for. These are the type of resources that I need in order for me to be successful in my job. You know, when you're not happy. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And it's a matter of maybe having a conversation to see if you can get the accommodations you need to see what can be done differently inside of the organization. And if you can't, if you find yourself stuck in a place where you do not have professional satisfaction, where you are unhappy, 
then strategically begin to think about what your next steps are Mm -hmm. so that you can make your happiness and your satisfaction a priority. That's so powerful um, because it puts us at the center again, right? Mm -hmm. You know, the unfortunate thing, and I'm sure you hear this more than me, is people can have a discontent, but they cannot articulate what they want. Yes. And so the journey of clarity that you were speaking of is critically important. Otherwise, you can drop jump out of the pot into the frying pan and not even recognize that you're setting yourself up for even worse uh, frustration, even worse discontent. And so being able to get to the point where you can etch out what makes you ha- not happy is not a good word, but what makes you satisfied? What makes, yeah. what gives you fulfillment? Where do you find value, pleasure? Mm-hmm. How do you want to impact? Like being yes. able to etch that out helps you to understand more when it comes to evaluating your options and what moves you want to make. And so when you're helping your clients navigate that, Mm -hmm. right. And taking them through the journey of almost discovering themselves and what their preferences are, what do you find they struggle with the most? That's a good question. As you were talking about clarity, Mm-hmm. One of the things that my clients struggle with the most is not just not knowing what they want, but who they are. So I would ask women, um, who are you? And tell them that they could not tell me their title and who they were in relationship to somebody else. Mm-hmm. So it can't be, I'm a VP of finance. It can't be, I'm a wife, I'm a mother. And women have a hard time articulating mm-hmm. not just what they want but who they are. So in the discovery, we work sometimes, depending on the client and where they are, with talking about themselves. Mm -hmm. Sometimes they have a hard time talking about themselves because they will say, you know, I'm a humble person, so I'm just not good Mm -hmm. at talking about myself. Mm -hmm. And so they haven't had the space to feel comfortable enough to really shed some things and really bring who they are to the conversation to say, this is who I am. Mm -hmm. This is what I want. I've had women in my coaching sessions to me say, I just want to be a better mother. Mm -hmm. And there's nothing wrong with that. We could take the just out. For you to be a better mother, if that is your goal, let's talk about some steps you can take to get there. Let's Mm -hmm. talk about some better balance and boundaries as Mm -hmm. a part of this strategy. That, that's incredible, especially as I just kind of play back my own journey yeah. um, to discovering me, right? Yeah. And discovering what I valued and what was important to me in this season and being willing to take some of those steps you talked about, right? Which yeah. is adjust your lifestyle for what it is that you say you want um, yeah. and be able to navigate through that. I do know it's not easy. No especially if you've been in, it's been ingrained in you for a very long time. It is not easy having taken that journey and just come off of that space. But what I can also tell you from this side of it 
And I am not all the way down the path, though I'm trying to run as quickly as I can. All right. It has been rewarding. It has been worth it. And I am loving more of me each and every day. I was hiding in plain sight. Mm. I was successful in so many ways, but I was lost in it all. Yeah. I was achieving performance marks. Yeah. I was showing up strong. But when you ask that question, who are you? I too would have went to the myriad of things that I do in the myriad of roles that I hold Mm -hmm. to describe me. Mm -hmm. But now I've been on a quest to really understand the truth about who I am. And as I evaluate things from this seat, Mm -hmm. I can tell you what I want and what I don't want. Mm -hmm. I can tell you what appeals to me. And I feel like I can show up stronger when it comes to compromise, which is why when you said that, it resonated so with me, but it takes a willingness to go on the journey. And so I know there are a lot of people who sit in that seat, Mm -hmm. who are long into their careers, right? They've achieved six figures and more. So it's not a question of that. But they too have found themselves kind of wondering what's beyond this, that there has to be more. And taking this journey to discovering more about them, discovering more about me, increases confidence in a way that I never imagined. It gives you this fierceness that I see Miss Erica like (laughs) perpetuating all the time. I could just see the fierceness all over you. And it's because you've taken this journey to understand more about who you are. And to me, that's, that's so beautiful. It's so priceless. Yes. And and it is. And to your point, Denise, it takes time. Mm -hmm. It is not something that happens overnight, especially when you have to put measures in place to make sure that you are not offending as you make sure that you get what it is you need. You know, when we get on an airplane, they tell us, put your oxygen mask on first. And if we ever had to do that on an airplane, right? It saved yourself. But how many times do we self-sacrifice outside of that instead of saying, okay, I need to take a minute to save myself. I need to give to others. I'm sorry, give to myself the way that I give to others. Mm -hmm. I need to make space for me. And we just haven't been good at that. Mm -hmm. But when you do that confidence that you talk about, you know what to give your yes to. Mm -hmm. You know what to say no to. Mm -hmm. You know what aligns with your character and what doesn't. You know, if you said, you know what? I'm leaving here today. I'm headed to New York. And someone says, Denise, you want to go down south with me? No, Mm -hmm. I'm not going that way. Mm -hmm. But thank you for asking. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. And you're right. All the difference in the world. It does. You're right. Because when I started saying no, especially to some of the things that I was so accommodating for, even with my husband, yeah. he he was looking like, oh, 
<laughs> he was looking like, hold up. Like, what you mean? You're not yes. going to go. What yes. you mean? You're yeah. not, you know, yes. and it wasn't because it was anything against you or yeah. our relationship. I just didn't want to do that. So no, I'm not going. And that was, look, that was new territory for us. It it was new territory, even with my friends, because I'm not married, but I can remember, you know, friends saying, hey, let's get together and do X or let's get together and do Y. And I'm like, I'm booked for the next 30 days. Mm -hmm. They're like, I know you don't think I'm getting ready to get on your calendar. (laughs) Choice is yours but I'm booked Mm -hmm. for the next 30 days. And a part of that time, yes, it was spent on working, but it was also spent on work. It was also spent on working on myself. Mm -hmm. It was also spent on giving myself the time that I needed to rest Mm -hmm. and to reflect and to replenish. I have a list right now of things that I want to do for fun Mm -hmm. because I don't want to be a professional success and a personal failure. I don't want to not be in the best shape possible to care for family members and friends and followers and people that I say that I love and care about. Mm -hmm. But I also have to show up for myself. Mm -hmm. You know what? I feel good because yesterday I was Googling the skating rink and I was like, I want to go skating. So when can I go? You know, I am trying to figure out how to layer in those things that, to your point, are fun that I want to do. And so I feel very accomplished that I did that. Achieve your goal. Yes. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yes. Now, when we come back, we will hear a little bit more from Erica as to why she said yes to being a part of the Success Conference. You know, it's incredible to me when I think about the fact that I have been doing virtual events for well over a year now. When I first started on this journey, I never imagined all of the people that I would invite on to the virtual stage. And even more, I never imagined all of you, all of you who listen, all of you who tune in, all of you who support and are a part. I would have never imagined all the feedback that comes that talks about how inspiring the events are, how impacting and enlightening they are. You know, God has really encouraged and challenged me to take things to the next level and to level up and help us transform. And that is what this success experience is all about. You see, the success experience is twofold. There is the conference, and we know that when these women come, they are going to deliver the mail. They are going to show up strong. They are going to be as impacting as in ever. There's no question about that. But true transformation and change comes when you work that thing out. And the feedback that I got that I responded to is that the events are indeed impactful, but I want them to be transformational. I really want us to be the change we want to see. And that requires us to put in the work and trust the process. So when I think about the success experience, it's twofold. It is absolutely the conference, but it's the workshop too. You see, in the workshops, we get a chance to go deeper. We get a chance to spend more time. We get a chance to engage and interact. And we get a chance to really come through with some 
detailed tips that are going to help you be able to soar in your space. You get a chance to spend more time with the, the conference speakers and to engage with them personally. You get a chance to be a part of all of the replays, whether it's replays of the conference or replays of the workshop. See, all of that is set up to help you be more successful. It's there to help your journey be made smooth as you begin your climb to soar. So this is my personal invitation to you to stand up and be a part of the transformation process. I absolutely want you to attend the conference, but even more, I want your life changed. There is something about me receiving the messages that says, you are making a difference in my life. I want that for you. I want your life changed. And I know that when we do the work, the me work, we can see that happen. So consider this my invitation to you to be a part of the success workshops. Get the workshop pass because it is the workshop pass that's going to help you be the change you want to see. Okay, now that we're back, Erica, tell me what made you say yes to being a part of the success conference? This was an easy yes, Denise. Um, one, I have admired you from afar for such a long time. I'm one of those people on social media where I don't comment a lot. I don't engage a lot, but there are times when I do see. Mm-hmm. And what you do is so impactful and so inspiring. And then just looking at the conference in and of itself, right? Imagining the best version of yourself and showing up as her. There's alignment in the work that I do. And so again, this was an easy yes. And I just thank you for extending the invitation. You know, that's incredible because a lot of times people do rely on comments and follows. And I I know both of us have experienced that you show up somewhere and people start talking to you about what they've seen. They start talking to you about what they've read that you posted or noticed or whatever. And you're like, Okay, but there's only two people who like. (laughs) And you are not one of the two. (laughs) Exactly. And I think the power in that is this. When you understand your assignment, when you understand what you have been called to do, when you understand what it is God has expectation on your life to uh, be a light for and to do through you, you're not looking at that. You're looking at a completely different result. There is nothing that compares to someone saying to you, you have made a difference in my life. Nothing. Nothing. You could give me 10,000 likes and 100,000 followers, and I will take that one comment each and every time. And so I do understand what you mean. And I am so gracious that you recognize that and said yes to being a part. And the only way you can survive in showing up and serving the way that I know you've been called to do in myself is to keep going after those ones, that one person, that one person, that one person. And God may amass that to many, 
But yes. I'm just looking at the ones uh, yes. that have been helped on the journey so that I can just allow him to illuminate in my life. And so thank you for being a part and thank you for recognizing that. Now, the one thing I want to be sure of is that who you're showing up to help to serve at the conference, that they hear you and know she's talking to me. So kind of help us a little bit. Who are you showing up for? Oh, that's a good question. Who am I showing up for? The easy answer, right, is to say I'm showing up for women. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But specifically, right, a, a deeper level of that, I'm showing up for the ones who maybe questioning mm-hmm. whether or not they have what it takes and what to do next. So questioning their confidence. I'm also showing up for the women who are hungry for something different, for something better, and who will see the success conference as a form of support. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That is so beautiful. That is so absolutely beautiful. And what I've loved is what God has inspired me to do is to do more than just a conference, but to really make this a transformative experience by bringing in the success workshops bundled together. They can be absolutely life-changing. Now here's the thing. Anyone who comes to the conference, the women who are going to be showing up to speak they're going to show up. That's just what they do. They deliver the mail. So there's not <laughs> one occasion that any of us are going to approach a stage virtual or otherwise that we don't deliver the mail. So that is going to happen. But layering in the workshops allows us the opportunity to go deeper and to help more in that transformation process. What I kept hearing over and over is that the conferences were opening people up and they needed help jump starting to the next thing. And so when I look at what you have planned as a part of the success workshops, the cheat code, how to stop compromising your confidence, I know that you're going to show up with some of the power moves in there, you're going to show up with some of the guidance and the direction that is going to see a cheat code is that thing that allows you to shortcut through, right? Yes. It's when you're driving on the road Uh and maps comes up and says, there's a shorter route that will save you five minutes. And then it gives you an option to push the button and adjust your route to that. That's what a cheat code is. So when you think about your workshop, the cheat code, how to stop compromising your confidence. What can we expect as a part of that workshop? So without giving it away, Mm -hmm. (laughs) without giving you everything that you need now, so you won't have to attend. um, a, A broad overview is to make sure that when you attend this session, that you see yourself where you are and are given the tools that you need to say, okay, this is what I'm capable of. These are my competencies. And this is how I can leverage these things to increase my confidence. It is about taking that lens off, even if it's just for the duration of the session, to stop allowing our inner critic to be louder than the phenomenal woman 
that we are as individuals so that we can move forward in an accelerated manner. We have to stop magnifying our flaws and minimizing our strengths, our greatness, those things that we do well, and walking in a spirit of perfectionism, which is to our detriment. It's in those moments, a lot of times, Denise, in my work where imposter syndrome becomes prevalent because mm-hmm. we start to allow that inner critic to have more power and influence mm-hmm. over a certain aspect of who we are versus who we genuinely are in knowing that we are fearfully and wonderfully made. Mm-hmm. Girl, that is so good because I have that perfectionism trait. And I am trying to reel myself back from Mm -hmm. that. And unfortunately, I have projected that onto my children. We were on vacation and it was showing itself. And I was like, no, no, no. And they're like, "Mm -mm, no, mm -mm." (laughs) (laughs) because I have perpetuated that. But I'm wiser and I am healed, healing. (laughs) Yes. On, on my journey, journey, on your and journey. understanding mm-hmm. how attacking that perfectionism is to you as a person and how impactful it is to everybody around you. Yes. It is very impactful uh, to them, be it workplace, home. Yep. You know, what, whatever environment you find yourself in, it is very hard to deal with that trait. So kudos to everybody who has in life had to deal with Denise. Now, before we jump into our closeout questions, I got to go back because I love okay. this mantra. Don't sit on your ass. Girl, when I saw that, I was like, okay, you talk about marketing genius for one, but you talk about how often we do, we sit on our ask. And so what is the biggest thing we're leaving on the table by not speaking up? There's so many things. The biggest thing, I'll say one of the biggest things, Mm -hmm. right? Is your power. Mm. And I don't know that we always look at it from that perspective. Because when you are in a situation where you have an opportunity to positively influence an outcome that could benefit you, and you decide to sit this one out again and again and again, you relinquish your power. Mm -hmm. Okay. And on that note, I will say to everyone, it behooves us to embrace our power and go. It behooves us to do that. Yes, absolutely. Erica, you are such the bomb.com. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Now around these parts, I try to encourage everyone to build a life that they love without apology. And I like to tap into wisdom at the very, very end. So what's your life wisdom? What would you tell your younger self about life? If you could. Mm. Life. I would say, because there are so many lessons, Denise, so many lessons. I would say that I would tell my younger self that one of your greatest assets is time. Mm-hmm. Be careful how you spend it, how you invest it, and who you allow to waste it, because you can't get any of it back. So, you know, my life coach has a tambourine <laughs> by, her, um, by her desk. 
mama had to give me a tambourine because that was a tambourine moment. Powerful, extremely, extremely wise, very, very powerful wisdom. Okay, so what's your love wisdom? What would you tell your younger self about love if you could? Oh, Denise, I love love. Every day is Valentine's Day. <laughs> I Oh my gosh, love. What would I tell my younger self about love? Mm. I would tell my younger self that love isn't something that you have to earn. Mm. Very powerful. It, it's definitely not something that you have to earn. And I would also tell my younger self um, to be a better manager of your gifts when it comes to love. Because for myself, one of the things that I've learned along my journey after taking like ministry assessments and spiritual gift assessments is that I am someone who is um, a giver. I am someone who is an encourager. I have a mercy showing gift. So, it, and of course it speaks to why I coach and how I coach, but um, there are people that will be drawn to me because of those things. And if I don't manage and steward my gifts properly, I will find myself running on empty. Mm-hmm. I will find myself exhausted because everybody that comes to me isn't called to me. Mm-hmm. Doesn't mean that I can't love them. It just means I need to love them differently. That's so powerful. And I think that the sooner you can recognize that, the better you can be with your compromise for sure. Yes, yes, absolutely. Yeah, because I too had that jump in, Mm -hmm. help them, you know, (laughs) and um, I have been making some bold no's in these days yes. um, and being willing to say, it's just because I don't want to, it's not a fit for me. It's not yes. what I'm interested in yes. and being okay with it, mm-hmm. you know, because for some reasons, many reasons, people just think that because it's a priority for them, it's supposed to be a priority for you. And right. so uh, love doesn't mean an automatic yes. Love no. means that I can still say no and love yes. you. Yes. My mom did it all the time. I turned out all right. <laughs> I love it. I love it. And then finally, what's your happiness wisdom? What would you tell your younger self about happiness if you could? Uh, what would I tell my younger self about happiness? Hmm. And I'm generally happy and and optimistic and positive. So I would tell my younger self to not lose that. Mm-hmm. You know, life happens to all of us, but take the lessons, take the blessings. And in those moments when you may encounter adversity or, you know, situations that just aren't favorable, choose happiness instead of harboring hurt. Mm-hmm. That is so good. So Erica, I must tell you, I'm excited, thoroughly excited to have you be a part of the success conference. I know that there is going to be broken glass everywhere (laughs) because we are about to shatter 
glass ceilings. And I don't mean in the sense of promotion, though, that that may occur. I mean, in the sense of all the walls we have created around ourselves. We're peering through them and we're looking all around and it's time to set ourselves free. I believe that there are women who are going to come on to the stage of their own life in this experience and they are going to emerge a whole and complete woman and you are going to be an integral part of that. And I just want to say thank you so much. Thank you. And I am excited too. I cannot wait. I want to thank Erica for one of the most powerful conversations that I've had. She is a priceless gift to women on their career journey. Not only is she fixed on helping you to achieve titles that you want, but she really wants to help you to achieve authentic greatness. When I think about how she's going to show up and serve as a part of the success conference combined with the workshop, my goodness, blessed lives are on the end of that. I want you to go to my website and I want you to register for the free conference. But even more, I want you to spend time giving consideration to taking the journey to truly embracing your power in being successful by being a part of the workshop series. Each of us presenting at the conference will be hosting a workshop during the month of April. It is then that you will see the power unleashed in your own life by taking that workshop journey. Now, there are two payment options for the workshop. There's a full pay option and there is a payment plan. Be sure to go to my website so that you can be completely informed about how you can get the most out of this success conference and workshop bundle. I want to thank you for being a part of Life, Love, and the Pursuit of Happiness. And if you do nothing more than listen today, I know you got a life-changing nugget to help you grow in confidence. But of course, I want to see you at the conference. And of course, I want to see you in the workshops. I want you to be the change that you want to see. We'll look forward to seeing you next time. Well, that's it, beautiful. Thank you for tuning in. Don't ever forget that you truly deserve life, love, and all the happiness your heart can hold. Be relentless in building a life you love without apology. I'm Denise Taylor, and you can always find me in our free Facebook community. Life, love, in the pursuit of happiness, easy to find. Now, if you want more information about my success superpowers, as I'm sure you do, download my free success superpowers ebook at denisetaylor.live forward slash podcast. And one last thing, always embrace your power and go.